convenient there. I'm hungry. This car smells weird. Y'all know me. Know how I earn a living. You must unlearn what you have learned. You are right. You look a wee bit shaky. You can't breathe. Yes, I'm. I'm a bit nervous myself. Gosh, not again. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. We live or we die by the clock. We never turn our back on it. And we never, ever allow ourselves the sin of losing track of time. I don't tell you something about time. My time is worth money. And I don't think you make that kind of money to pay me for my time. Only a true friend would be that truly happy. Okay, Michael. Regular or extra crispy? Well, Tommy, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want anything with wings. I mean, we've heard about bats. We've, we've, we've heard about those wet markets over in China. Going through the uh, coronavirus. Stay at home quarantine. It's different for everybody. We've seen mommy governor up there in Michigan go off the deep end. You know, I... Honestly, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that governor up in Michigan. But it's almost like she's got this mommy syndrome. And she's trying to protect her kids. So no kids, no, you, you can't go outside. No, 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 you, you can't go to the store. No, no. Here, come change clothes. <laughs> you know, the overprotective mom. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to... Uh, Presume maybe her heart is in the right place. Lord, I hope this isn't something she's trying to do to uh, get feely touchy Joe's <laughs> attention to maybe be vice president. But uh, I don't know, just a weird world we live in. And now the headlines this morning. Sources believe that coronavirus outbreak came out of a Wuhan lab. China trying to compete with the U.S., trying to show the whole world that we're as good as the United States. We can identify and combat viruses. We have greater capabilities than the U.S. Well, kind of didn't work out, did it? <laughs> so what do we do? What do we do? You know, I read articles. I, you know, the the uh, trucking articles, they really catch my, uh, my eye. About the, uh, you know, drivers out there. You see one article. I don't know. I think the article was honestly probably two weeks old, three weeks old, talking about couldn't find truck stops open, but they posted it as new. Because everything I hear anymore, the truck stops... Pretty much uh, working. Now, I may be wrong. And if I am, feel free to uh, let me know. I guess before we get too deep into this, I should say, uh, how you doing? Welcome to the uh, Freight Broker TV podcast. Normally, we do this on Wednesday. We're a day late. Day late, but not a dollar short. And... Uh, my name is Michael, your host. But if you want to call in, 
Well, you're going to get our voicemail. You go straight to the voicemail, but you're, you're more than welcome to call in, leave a message, make a comment, ask a question. Do that on the voicemail. Now, keep in mind, if you call the uh, if you call this phone number and leave a message, that is your consent to use your voice, your comment, your question, your message on air, be it in a podcast, live broadcast, FBTV radio, YouTube video, whatever it may be. So keep that in mind. If you don't want to be on the radio or in one of our broadcasts, better you stick to the old traditional way, filling out a form, leaving a comment under the uh, YouTube video, or emailing us direct at FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. But uh, the number, anyway, if you want to call in, for, you thought I was going to forget to give the number, didn't you? <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. I am tired, but not that tired. 479-668-0213. Drinking my coffee. 479-668-0213. Now, how is coronavirus affecting me personally? Well, I had a, uh, a call come in or email come in yesterday. Now, I'm the lead consultant at Taltoa. And uh, email came in yesterday. Somebody wanted to know, hey, are you all still working? Have you all shut down for the coronavirus? No, no, actually. The only thing we are not doing at Taltoa is the uh, uh, live, well, not live, but the uh, training and consulting packages where you come to our location for the training. Now, right now, we've suspended that. We're not doing any training at our location where you come to us, but we we are doing our all of our no-travel training and consulting. we got three packages for that, the Broker 90, Broker... Uh, or Broker 60, Broker 90, Broker 90 Plus. You can check out Tautoa to learn more about those packages if you wish. But yeah, yeah, we are, uh, we're working just like, just like normal. The training sessions, the, the way those work, the no travel, it's just like if you come to our location, you're getting the same information, same, uh, same material. It's just that, uh, we are well. We we will. You you have six essential training sessions, no matter which package you choose. And the way that works is simply when it's your well. Once you choose the package, we send you out the material. That would be the hard copy, the manual, and the workbook. And I'll be talking about a story there with the USPS coming up in a moment. But uh, anyway, we send you out that material. When you get it. You call in and schedule part one of the training. Now, these are consulting packages. We're not a school. Tautoa is not a school. In-depth training comes with these three packages in the form of the uh, live essential training because the training with these packages is live. It's just we're not face-to-face. -face. You don't have to come to our location. So you get your uh, package, your shipment, have it that has your uh, freight broker training manual, your your workbook in it, you call and you schedule part one. Now, we schedule training sessions Monday through Saturday during our normal business hours. Our normal business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 
4 p.m., that's the latest, we'll schedule the training sessions, 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And on Saturday, we try to be out of here by noon, so that means the latest we're going to schedule a training session be around 10.30. Okay, so you schedule your first training session when it's your scheduled training session time. I'll get it out here in a moment. Just give me a minute. We will uh, call you at the number you provided. You log into our system from your computer, kind of like a real fancy, over-the-top webinar, only it's for you only. And if you have someone that's going to be helping you with your broker operation, you can have one guest attend the training with you at no uh, additional charge. Now, people ask all the time, well, what if the guest is at another location? Well, that's not a problem. Uh, what we will do in a situation like that, we will set up a conference call because you're still logging into our same system and it doesn't matter where you are. We've done this training for people on the other side of the planet Okay, so, you know, our corporate clients, uh, they may have offices all over the country. Everybody still log in, you know, will log into our system and then we'll set up a conference call. So anyway, that's how that works. Each session is going to last anywhere from an hour to hour and a half. At the end of each session, now uh, you're going to get homework. That homework allows you to get hands on with the uh, the tools, program, software. And I use that term Kind of sparingly, there's really nothing you download to your computer anymore. Everything's on the cloud. So you're logging in via the internet. Now, something that, uh, you know, if, if you're thinking about becoming a broker, or you're thinking about uh, maybe, you know, wanting to seek out training, get training to become a broker, broker agent, whatever it might be. Computer, internet, telephone. That's what you need. And a calculator. Get a standalone calculator. Don't use your cell phone. Get a real calculator. Standalone. Because a lot of people, I've, I noticed, they try to use their cell phone as their telephone. You know, if you're trying to calculate something while you're talking to a truck or a shipper, you know what they're going to hear when you go to pull your phone down from your head? Or they're going to... They're going to hear that you punch it on the keys on that calculator. And and that's not real professional. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> so get a standalone calculator. Okay. Now, how do we get off on this? Anyway, you can read more about those packages. When you complete your training, yeah, your guaranteed placement uh, through our mentorship program. Happy to talk to you about that. If you want to call and talk to me about that, you feel free to do so. Uh, my direct number is 479-668-0838. And don't be surprised if you get my voicemail. I am pretty much going all day long. You know, one meeting after another. Sometimes I'm uh, in the studio doing audio work, video work, whatever it might be. But generally, I'll be able to return your call in an hour or two. So keep that in mind. All right. So that's, you're asking me how it affects me. Actually, it hasn't affected me much. Except at the post office. This is what I was getting to a moment ago. We have sent, we ship our packages at Tautoa, USPS, Priority Mail, which means <laughs> they uh, generally arrive at the destination three, maybe four days, anywhere in the country, 48 states anyway. 
we have one that that uh, yeah. Well, we be we've seen some weird things here the last couple of weeks with the USPS, and it's not every package, but we we're seeing things we've never seen happen before. One package because we have tracking on all of them, you know, we, we track them all. One package was like scheduled for deliver to deliver. A week later. The package still hasn't delivered. We go back and check the tracking, and the tracking's not available, and we're like, what's going on? Then the next day, it showed it had delivered uh, several days earlier, so I don't know if that was a computer glitch or system glitch on their part, whatever it might be. But this uh, most current weird thing <laughs> that has happened and I'm not. I'm not knocking the whole USPS. I'm not. I'm not, not knocking them. We had a client in a small town in Arkansas. We shipped their package. Client calls two weeks later. You know, hey, never got it. <laughs> we go back through the tracking, and sure enough, the package made it to the town that it was going to. Like at 4 a.m. in the morning. Then like at 5 a.m. that morning, the package was refused by the recipient and put back on a truck and returned. They don't deliver mail between 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Not in this little town in Arkansas. But anyway, we got the, uh, you know, we got the package back. I had to go to the post office yesterday, and our post office is uh, the branch I use. It was quick thinking on management part, and I, I guess these, these these orders are coming down from uh, you know wherever wherever uh, Wilford Brimley might be. Okay, what's the connection? If you watch Seinfeld, you get that. Wilford Brimley was the U.S. Postal General or something like that. And when Kramer tried to opt out of the mail system, well, Wilford got in there and talked him into staying. (laughs) But anyway, neither here nor there. Well, the U.S. what they did, they, they, they went out and bought the shower curtain liner. You know, the clear part, and they hung it from the ceiling, so there's a barrier now. You know, between you and the uh, postal worker, which, you know, pretty ingenious, if you ask me. Considering, you know, that that's American ingenuity, what can we do? Well, that's it right there. Now, go to the post office, and whenever we ship something out, USPS Priority Mail, it's got the barcode on it. You know, the USPS puts that barcode on it. And the nice lady at the post office yesterday said, hold on, you know, we got technology. Let me go back here and check something. She went in the back, came back. She goes, it doesn't look like this package ever made it to the front door (laughs) where you were sending it. She said that, uh, that, uh, the package was scanned, refused, at the postal facility. You know, they got the hand scanners they carry with them on the truck. So the package wasn't scanned at the residence when it was refused. 
And that's the strange thing. Why would somebody want to refuse the package that was part of their training and consulting program? You know, they wouldn't. They didn't. Well, it's on its way back to uh, the client there in Arkansas. And, uh, you know, the post, the lady at the Postal Service that uh, I had direct contact with uh, yesterday said uh, to tell the client to call their post office and say, hey, I know it's coming this time. Don't send it back. Deliver it. <laughs> so we'll see. I'll keep you up to date with that. Okay. China. What are we going to do about China? You know, I'm telling all my clients. And again, this is just opinion. This is my opinion. But I really believe this. I believe that when we get on the other side of this coronavirus thing, our country, our economy has a chance to boom. See, I want to use the term blow up, but some people are going to misinterpret that and think that I'm meaning to be destroyed. No, I think, I think we, we're looking at a boom economy. Not since the likes of post-World War II have we seen the economy boom like it could when we get on the other side of this. First things first, bring the manufacturing back to this country. Get it out of China. That's enough. Now, there's I forget who, who, who the... Uh, politician is, the uh, con congressman, senator, whoever it might be, congresswoman, whoever, talking about, hey, debt paid. We don't owe China nothing. I agree with that 100%. Hey, China, you know, see ya. We're not defaulting. Our debt's paid in full. We got the bodies, the blood, the tears, the sweat to prove we've paid that debt. So, that's on you. Next thing, Right, wrong, indifferent, China companies got to go. This is our country. We've let China be involved in our country too long. They're a communist country, uh, essentially our enemy and and uh, peaceful enemy at this point. But still, we don't trust them. We consider them enemy. You know, I'm sure the politicians, they get behind closed doors. They never say it in public, but they probably refer to China as the enemy. But after this, it's pretty obvious. But what came out, we, we found out all, you know, our pharmaceuticals, our life-saving pharmaceuticals come out of China. How stupid. How stupid. So we depend on our enemy to provide our life-saving pharmaceuticals. Do you see where I'm going? we got to bring that stuff home. We bring our manufacturing home. Okay, so what? It may cost a little bit, bit more. But if you got a booming economy, people are working. they got money in their pocket. They can afford to spend a dollar, two dollars more. Do you see what I'm saying? It's worth it for everybody. As long as we don't get stupid and get greedy like we have in the past. Don't get me started on that. I'm pro-union until they get stupid. 
bottom line. Nobody. Well, I'll just keep my mouth shut on that. But $40, $50 an hour in some cases is extravagant, don't you think? I mean, seriously? You know, if we brought the manufacturing back, the restaurant jobs, McDonald's, Hardee's, Burger King, Sonic, whatever, those jobs would revert back to people in high school like it used to be. Because the people that are working at the uh, drive-thru, the adult labor force, could go get a job at a manufacturer with benefits. You see what I'm saying? I mean, we, we could we could bring the economy back to the greatness it once was. Will we? Yet to be seen. I just hope we don't forget about everything like we did uh, post 9-11. It didn't take long. Uh, we, we stand proud over 9-11. We'll never forget. No, we won't forget. But we sort of have. We sort of have. Because we reverted back to uh, things that maybe weren't the smartest things in the world for us. But neither here nor there. All right. CBS Road Checks, uh, May 5th through May 7th. If you haven't heard, postponed. Not going to happen. Fuel prices have dropped again. Uh, over $0.04 cents a gallon for diesel. $2.50 a gallon. That's what you're looking at for diesel now. That's a great price. And it should stay that way. I, I was mulling some thoughts in my head the other day about, okay, the demand's low. Supply is high. So, therefore, the fuel is coming down. But uh, when we get on the other side of this, fuel is going to go back up because de demand is going to be there. But still, it's not going to be as bad as it was. They're going to be able to fire it up. Gas is down below $2 a gallon, $1.85. I know when I filled up my, uh, my uh, car the other day, I burned... Uh, you know, 90 plus octane in mine. I don't know. It's just habit. Premium. Uh, two, 201 a gallon. I about fell over when I saw the price. That was a pretty good price. I usually never, you know, <laughs> when, I, when I was full, and it was like $22. I was like, wow, because usually it's around 35 something like that. So anyway, that's that's nice to see. 250 a gallon. You know, three, I'm thinking, 600-gallon tank. 600-gallon, 150 per side, 300 gallons. Oop. I'm doing math here. Hold on. Yeah, doing the math here on a big truck. Okay. 300-gallon, uh, 150 per side, 250 per gallon. Here, you're looking at, what, 750 to fill up the big truck. That ain't bad. Thousand plus miles. It's not bad. I heard a uh, truck driver on the radio this morning talking about <laughs> it's a trucker's paradise out there going down the road because the DOT aren't pulling them over. They're not having any hassles. 
They're just rolling. They are just rolling. The way it should be. You know, and it should stay that way. They should let the trucks roll. Take the ELDs out of the truck. Yes, I understand we got to be responsible with the logbooks. Bring the logbooks back. Let the driver, let the driver have at it, but let the driver be responsible. Hold the driver accountable, not the whole industry. Dry trucks should be able to move. You know, a lot of the uh, shortage going on now, you know, they're talking about driver shortages and stuff. It's because of the ELD. I know I gave my CDL up back with the uh, ELDs coming to play. I thought, there's no way. You can't make money. You know, a trucking company can only pay so much, bottom line. I mean, that's bottom line. They can only pay so much. Because after that, it's such a, such a battle trying to get rate from a shipper that there's only so much they can pay a driver. So you got to let the drivers drive. You know, let the runners be runners and the people that want to, you know, do $600 or 600 miles a day, let them run 600 miles a day, but let the runners run. I know that's not going to be very popular, but I'm in a weird mood today if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> It's early. We're behind. What else going on? Yeah, more than 450,000 Kenworths and Peterbilt. We talked about the Peterbilt uh, in the Navistar recall the last time, but this is Kenworths added to it. They recalled for a warning light defect that could increase crash risk. This is a warning light. This is different from the other Peterbilt recall. Something like 455,458 trucks are affected by the recall. Uh, the, these, uh, this recall includes trucks manufactured between 2008 and 2020. There's a list here, but the list is two pages long about the uh, make and model. Too many to list. But if you are wondering if yours is one of the trucks in the recall, well, if you have a Kenworth, you can call 425 828 5888. That's 425-828-5888. Reference call 20KWB. 20KWB. Now, Peterbilt, here's your number, 940-591-4220. That's 940-591-4220. Your reference number... Is 20 PBC. That's P like Paul, B like boy, C like Charlie. And uh, Kenworth, yours was 20 K like Kevin, W like whiskey, B like Bravo. All right. But you can find out if your truck's affected. If you're out in LA, I 5's going to shut down. Going to shut down. Going to clamp it down. A dragnet. No, it's uh, going to close uh, I 5. In L.A., it's going to be closed all traffic for two days, 20, well, three days, I guess, 25th, 26th, and 27th, closing it down to demolish a bridge, 36-hour shutdown. It says uh, road crews are scheduled to demolish the Burbank Boulevard Bridge over I-5, the Golden State Freeway. It's going to be closed in both directions uh, from 2 p.m. on Saturday, the 25th, to 2 a.m. Monday, the 27th. I'm kind of guessing, 
Now that's 10 days from now. A lot can happen in 10 days. I was going to say, I'm kind of guessing that perhaps, you know, if you're going to shut I-5 down, that would be the time to shut it down because uh, of the quarantine. You know, isn't it funny that, uh, you know, somebody was making the comparison the other day about how bad New York has it up in the Northeast, but how good uh, California is doing. California is doing excellent. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, there was a little graph chart here I could use. Where is it? There it is. Let's see. California. This is as of right now. New York, they have, wow, 213. 213,779 total cases of coronavirus in New York. This is the state. Total deaths, 11,586. Compare that to California. Now, I haven't checked. This is the first time I'm checking. Wow. California only has 24,424 total cases with only 821 deaths. What do you suppose that that is? People paying attention, staying home. I know I'm tired of seeing the uh, stars do their little home videos. That's not necessary. It's bad enough without the coronavirus, but I guess some people enjoy that kind of stuff. But anyway, neither here nor there. So that is a huge difference between the two states. Huge. I would imagine somebody's going to be doing some uh, research there to uh, check that out. No, I want to save that for later. Uh, Elaine Chow, if you don't know who she is, the she's the uh, transportation secretary. I was going to save her for uh, save her for now. Nah, save her for the radio show. Uh, that we'll be doing tomorrow. I believe we'll be doing it tomorrow. If not, it'll be here Saturday for sure. We try to do the uh, FBTV Radio Live every Friday morning, ten a.m. You can hear that on our radio stream. You can hear it uh, as a podcast on demand. Uh, And if you want to listen to it live, uh, you can go to FreightBrokerTV.com or if you are an insider, FBTVInsider.com, you can listen to it live there. Uh, You can uh, ask questions. We've got the uh, chat room there. So if you want to ask a question during the broadcast, we'll try to answer it for you on air. If we're unable to, we'll get to it next week. That's for sure. Don't forget, you can call us too. If you want to hear your voice, we like that. You know, it's we're, we are an audio medium, audio video medium. So, yeah, we like it when people call in and ask questions because we get to use the audio. <laughs> okay. What else? Ah, here's something. We'll we'll close out with this one. North Carolina Attorney General to investigate tow companies that are booting trucks in Charlotte. These guys need to be strung up by their ankles. North Carolina Attorney General has opened an investigation into towing companies accused of predatory booting and towing of trucks carrying essential supplies during this pandemic. Jeez. North Carolina Attorney General Joe Stein is currently investigating five separate complaints against tow truck companies accused of booting or towing commercial vehicles in the Charlotte area. According to one of the complaints, A1 Towing Solutions towed a Y-Fly Express truck 
from a Home Depot parking lot. In spite of the fact that the truck owner said that he was given permission by the store manager to park in the lot because he was hauling a load of water for FEMA. The Wi-Fi Express owner had to pay $4,000 to get his truck back. Now that's, that's gouging. A1 Towing Solutions said they did nothing wrong. They pointed to the signs posted on the parking lot. This goes on. This is, uh, they ought to hang these companies up. Take their tow license, hang them up, because they're doing nothing but uh, taking advantage and charging $4,000. That, that's, that's off the wall. That's off the wall. You know, for that, now I did have a truck towed back uh, in the 90s. Same situation. I had a driver park a truck on a parking lot that was posted. The truck got towed. Yeah, it was uh, expensive, $700, but it wasn't no 4000 Now, granted, that was 20-some-odd years ago, but still, to go from 600 to 4000 that's a huge leap in, you know, 20, 25 years. I hope this North Carolina Attorney General goes after him. We'll probably talk more about that tomorrow as well during the radio show. All right, I think I've... Uh, said enough today again if you want to call leave a comment message respond to anything i've said today because i know i've said a lot and i've probably ruffled some feathers feel free 479-668-0213 479-668-0213 now like i said the plan is to uh have the radio show tomorrow if everything goes according to plan What's my schedule in the morning? Well, we're going to try. If we don't get it tomorrow, it'll be there on Saturday anyway. We'll do a live show on Saturday. All right, very good. Hey, go out there and make the best of it today. Stay safe. By all means, stay safe. (laughs) 